By speaking with local creators, artists, and business professionals, Papercut aims to cut deep and demystify the Winnipeg creative industry with hometown heroes and hidden gems. Brought to you by the West End Cultural Center, the best place for over 30 years to see live music in Winnipeg. Welcome to Papercut Podcast. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk, and we're here with two folks today, uh, Jane Tessar and Liz Quinnell. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, just in general? Uh, well, Artistically. Uh, yes. And all is, together. Well, <laughs> is priority. First and foremost, I'm a member of Fufu Shishi Choir. Uh, we're a band. We're not a choir. And uh, I also do improv with a group called Outside Joke. We do musical improv. And I'm in a sketch troupe called Hot Thespian Action. So a lot of comedy, a lot of theater. Yeah. Yourself? Uh, my name is Liz. I am the bass player with the Fufu Shishi Choir. Um, I love singing and performing with those girls. They're so much fun. Um, we're really looking excited for our music launch coming up on the 6th of November. Mm-hmm. Um, what else to say? Um, my day job. <laughs> I work for Actor Manitoba. I'm the uh, business representative for the Actors Union. And so I steward the film sets and visit and make sure that the actors are doing well. And interestingly enough, I think most of the foo-foos are members of Actra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my day job, and I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. So how, how did the foo-foos get together? Like, where did that all start? Can we call you the foo-foos? Can, yeah, do you want to Can be called call the, you choir the, or the, the, the choir or the The choir, the band? The foos. The foos? <laughs> that sounds more badass. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just because it's quite. If we are going to be talking about, it yeah, yeah, we just want to make sure yeah. that it's a respected. I have foo-foo's. I call it foo-foo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got foo-foo this weekend. Kind of, yeah, I yeah. say that. Okay, okay. <laughs> fantastic. Um, let's see. Wait, well, it first started out kind of just as a kind of a showcase choir, like just a one-off. You know, doing fundraisers and. Um, you know, like the gas station theater would always put on their girls, girls, girls cabaret, and we were often a staple act in in that um, particular venue. Um, mm-hmm. We'd have our costumes, and we'd get, but it would be like whoever's available, you know, for this particular night with this song. Um, we never really had anything stable and continuous and cohesive until I would say about four years ago when we started doing the Moose and Fiddle Festival out in Sioux Narrows. Um, and we all picked up instruments. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of us that didn't play the instruments that we're playing right now. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then that was like a lot of work outside of the choir that yeah. you were all putting into learning those instruments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the cajon or cajon player, Laura Olofsson, powerhouse singer, mm-hmm. never had done it before. And she's now doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Dora? Yeah, Dora picked up the banjo. Mm-hmm. And wow. Has she done the ukulele before? She picked up the ukulele as well. Yeah. Picking, picking yeah. up the banjo is yeah. uh, it's uh, one yeah. of the hardest Holy instruments. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's but, very yeah. difficult. But she comes from a musical family and mm-hmm. has talent out the yin-yang, so that's yeah. good. Um, I picked up the bass, but I had a piano background. I was trained classically in the piano. So when they said, do you think you could play the bass? And I went, I don't know. <laughs> Let's give her a shot. <laughs> so that's been really fun and challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle is pretty trained. She plays the accordion, um, but she picked up the glockenspiel for one of the songs. So we hear um, one of our songs called Canaries. She's playing the glockenspiel and learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. Claire had never played the electric guitar before. Oh, yeah. That's true. 
Yeah, and yeah. even Alyssa, who was a trained percussionist, um, didn't ever ever play the washboard <laughs> per se. So it's, yeah, yeah, you know, and we went through a few different washboards to find the correct washboard. <laughs> yeah, we made some so, washboard mistakes. There's some washboard errors. <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's not glaze over the washboard areas. Please describe. How do you find these. the right one. Yeah, how do you find uh, the right well, washboard? Well, there's there's ones that are legit antiques that you can find at an antique store, and then there's ones that are made to be mused, used as a musical instrument that like bluegrass bands wear no and stuff and they come idea. with straps and all kinds of things and right. we did the former and we got just an antique one that, it had but, done a lot of laundry yeah but yeah. It, it was glass <laughs> it did multi-use multi-use yeah, yeah. It, had it, the, it was glass yeah it had the glass, glass ribbing as opposed to the metal ribbing mm. and mm-hmm. so it made a really dull stupid sound and a bluegrass <laughs> band got really mad at us <laughs> like what are you doing with that <laughs> oh no oh yeah it's basically like saying that you're in an orchestra and you show up with like recorders like it's not the same thing right oh. <laughs> you need a real flute you right. can't just play a recorder <laughs> well that's that's sage wisdom for anyone getting into washboards yeah get the invest. metal ones yeah invest I would yeah. have never guessed I know this is an eclectic and why, how can they get mad at you for that well we're, I don't know I guess it's disrespecting the genre or just not oh, knowing I don't know on. I don't know I'm just kidding so with everyone picking up all these new instruments how many people first yes yeah, so of course. Oh, there's ten of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. How how <laughs> was the process of ten people, a lot of which learning new instruments? Like, mm-hmm. how long was it before you found your sound? Um. Well, I think there was a style to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of already in place, and, and now it's just kind of just been adding layers to it. Like we have a cheeky kind of bluegrass-ish folk-ish sound. It's not really a sound of I can describe well. It's yeah. like you'd have to just hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, everything that we've been adding has just been elevating what was there as a base. So it hasn't really been a conscious effort to, to steer it anywhere. So like, what does it sound like when we add this? Or maybe we can add this. Or can, can you try this instrument? So it's just kind of been more putting on top than honing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you were saying you have a difficulty describing your sound. So, like, what do you describe it as, then? I don't... What do we even put in our bio? I don't know. I don't know. Is it... Well, like, and there's choir sounds in it. In a yeah. Sense like it's, that there's it's, ten women singing at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Which and it's is all just, like, incredible. in three, four-part harmony. Mm-hmm. It's all original material. Mm-hmm. Um, written by Sarah Constable and Michelle Boulay. Um, they're phenomenal songwriters and we've got gosh we could probably put out four albums right now we have so many songs yeah. not that we're gonna do that no. <laughs> unless right someone now. wants to pay us or sign us to their label please but, uh, that'd be great yeah my Fufu Shishi songbook is a four inch binder yeah that thick wow um, they bought a, a soft uh, like a software that writes uh, sheet music for us so they can write the music and take apart they basically break down the parts for us so here's the high part here's the mid part the low part the uh, the bass line the you know so they can break that all down and and just give it to us as a piece of sheet music so mm-hmm. that really helps us um as performers to be able to take that home and mm-hmm. and use that and then when we do get together <laughs> which is an interesting feat we have to doodle pole in order for 10 people to find uh, one night yeah. to yeah. get together that nobody's busy they're all working professionals 
Um, you don't all like live in a log cabin and yeah. like, <laughs> only once a year. Only once a year. When we do a, the Moose and Fiddle Festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so is that when you try and do like collaborations and like really try and get the most out of your time there? Uh, well, we did. We did come up with a song once um, <laughs> as a collaboration at the Muse and Fiddle Festival, which isn't on the album, but we will be performing it at the uh, Goodwill Club on the November sixth for the release. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one that we all collaborated on together. At the Moose and Fiddle Festival. So. In, in the form of four in the morning jam uh, sessions. Yeah. 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 There was, uh, the best, obviously. Yeah. yeah. How often is like a jam session happening? Hardly ever if somebody's sending you the music then, right? Yeah. yeah. Hardly ever. Hardly. <laughs> yeah, it is mostly, I mean, we we have our input. It's not like it's dictated to us or anything. It mm-hmm. is, you know, we all add our thing. But yeah, it is them. They, they have kind of a weekend Michelle and Sarah yes they have their retreats retreats as they call yes. it yeah and then they just they go out to the farm blast and they out a couple of songs right that's and incredible mm-hmm. yeah and then they mm-hmm. bring it back to the table with us distribute it and we practice get together and make it come to fruition mm-hmm. that's amazing it's wonderful I have to say all the personalities in the choir bring something to the table <laughs> and yeah. none of us like you know ten women that that can be that can be tricky sometimes ten, to, to navigate. That's true. Yeah. Ten, yeah. People. Yeah, ten, ten people. Ten people. Yeah. But yeah. I just feel the sisterhood and the genuine respect and love between mm-hmm. us. And I feel like the audience also feels that when we perform because we do. Like we look at each other on stage. We're having a good time. We're smiling. We love what we do, and we want <laughs> we want the audience to feel that too. And from the feedback that we've had, that seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. So we're pleased about that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're coming on stage with your like flower dresses and all this stuff, <laughs> and then you're singing about like <laughs> what? What are you guys? What are some of your yeah themes? And how does audience react to? What? <laughs> A washboard choir coming on and it was a good washboard. Yeah, yeah the, the a proper, the correct one, yes. and then like singing about smoking weed. Yeah, there's well, that that is kind of the thing that people remark on a lot is the sort of the dichotomy between our look and the content of our song. So we yes. do come out in these kind of 1940s house dress kind of look. Our frocks, frocks, <laughs> in a kind of muted tone palette. So it has this kind of dust bowl look to it. And then we sing a song about how we kill and murder <laughs> our lover kind of thing. The other joke is that we introduce every song like this is a love song and it's usually about a horrible breakup or <laughs> yeah like just something a little off. They do like to write about the human condition mm-hmm. <laughs> and then apply different filters of fufu on top of those different conditions. Yeah. What's a fufu filter? Give us some <laughs> just our sound and our look and right. mm-hmm. um our, our level of, of cheekiness. Yeah, very cheeky. Uh, yes. oh, yeah, cheeky yeah. folk. Is that a yeah. thing? Is that a thing? It is now. It, it yeah. is now. Maybe, Maybe that's how we should brand Maybe it. Maybe it's there cheeky folk. I think you just cheeky came up with that. <laughs> cheeky folk. <laughs> like so, your style, you described with the dresses with the dust bowl. Where did that come about? So, Michelle Boulet is one of our choir directors who's one of the writers of the, the music. Uh, she's also a wardrobe mistress in the film industry. And for a long time had a costume wardrobe business and just warehouse full of vintage items. Um, She's since scaled back to quite very little now, but at one time had uh, real vintage, genuine 1930s, 1940s uh, dresses given to her. And 
that's where those costumes came from. And even before, you so know, they're authentic. They are authentic. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. We, they're I'm all excited to like, go and. Look there's at always, you know, after <laughs> a show, a fufu will come up and go. My dress ripped in the armpit again. Yeah. <laughs> Can we sew this? And she'll get out there sewing away with her needle and thread because yes, they are that old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess not really <laughs> made for cojoning. You know? Yeah. Cojoning like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a lot of arm movements. <laughs> Laura's trying to figure out because she's like, well, they're dresses too and you sit on a cojon between your, your legs and you, your splayed legs. She's like, I need a pair of bloomers. I don't like this anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can drape the dress in front of you. I pl- I, I'm yeah. the backup cojon player so I know this issue. You can drape it but then it gets onto the cojon and stops your hand from hitting it and stuff. So it's a whole, a whole thing. Use yeah. it, you know, navigating the dresses around the music is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question about the bass. So how did you learn how to play bass music for this type of music? Like what uh, what were sort of your influences or, well, or are you not writing the bass at all? I would um, in the beginning I would just take the root notes and I'd play around with that which is fairly simple. If they wanted something more complex Sarah would write a bass line for me and I would get a piece of sheet music with what she had in mind as to how the bass line would go and I would take that and uh, follow it and or add a little here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just became an evolution as we did the songs. Um, yeah, for, the, for the most part in the beginning I would just stick to the, to the root because I didn't want to be too overpowering. We weren't sure where what direction the song would be going at any given time so it's just been an evolution but... She has provided me with the baseline before and without, so it's both. Yeah. Wow, that's there. Those two just have like an, an amazing musical knowledge. Then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. It's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the the how they craft the harmonies, I don't quite understand. It's magical. Like I have a song that I wrote for another group, and I was saying, oh maybe maybe Fufu could do this song, and they said, great, just go uh, go figure out some harmonies and bring it back, and we'll do it. I was like, Cool. That sounds super simple. Yeah. Sat down with GarageBand or whatever, mm-hmm. and I started doing it. I got it 20 minutes in. I'm like, oh, this is impossible. Yeah. I don't know how they do this. It's yeah. I don't know how their brain works that way. Well, and Sarah can tell. There, there can be four different harmonies. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. Go back to bar 98. Yeah. Sorry, I think you just hit an F instead of a D. She knows every part. Yeah. It's bananas. It's that a, is a bananas. true maestro. Yeah. yeah. She'll say, mm-hmm. you, yeah, F that D. Awesome. So, your background in art, so you're not an actor, though. Not right now, no. No, but I've you've done, done uh, acting? I've done acting. I've had a theater training in university. Um, ended up graduating um, from U of M with uh, honors in psych, so I kind of steered away from the theater in the end, but I do have that theater training. Um, And maybe the bass, too. I used to play the cello in grade school, so the cello and the bass are actually very similar similarly set up. Yeah, like on School of Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Cello. Cello. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched that movie in a long time. (laughs) Well, now you will. Yeah, Yeah, I probably will. It's on Netflix. (laughs) So then bringing that sort of theater style and also you're a performer as well and mm-hmm. you said many of the people are performers most, most yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of theatrics on stage yeah. like, we are very theatrical something to watch, to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I would say it's, a, it's, a, it's almost a spectacle to yes. come see the Fufu Shishi Choir not only is it like what am I hearing 
what am I seeing mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the same time? Well, so, and that goes back to our origin as well, because when we were doing the one-off performances, they were it was themed to that songs. So we'd have costumes, oh, yeah. like, and it was a perform. It was a theatrical performance, mm-hmm. so we would emote and do what the song was we about. Had makeup, and we mm-hmm. had yeah, it was a whole thing. So. You would act yeah. out the song. Oh yeah, Definitely. Oh. yeah. I mean, not with blocking or choreography so much, but right. there were kind of set pieces sometimes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, full costumes for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of a pared down version of that, but we can't control our faces. It just. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took uh, a bunch of photos um, at Harvest Moon. Mm. Oh, that was fun. It, like that, they were the best photos because it was just like, oh, this is great. Everybody on stage is like, f- like full faces, and everybody's full faces at the same time. Like there would be like. Right. A high note, and you could like tell it was because everybody's face is like hitting it. These are great photos. I sent them all to the Facebook, Mm -hmm. which is how I got in touch with you. But it's so amazing, like the emotion and the like theatrics on stage, and then also. Like, something that popped into my mind was also, like, Silence Kit, which their singer, if you saw them, they were also performing her, like, stage performance is, like, so theatrical and amazing, too. And it's just, like, these women that are just, like, commanding the stage. It's such a great, you know, experience. But... I'll go back to an actual question rather than me just being like, you guys are amazing. (laughs) Tell me more about how amazing you are. But uh, so some of those, like, do you ever have to tone it down and be like, okay, we're going a little bit too much. We got to get back on track here. Or do you just like feel the music and then you just like go for it? So are you talking more like when do, do we have to censor? Do you have to, like, censor yourselves as performers to Mm. not overperform something and, like, let it be more about, like, the music? Because you were saying before you came from, like, acting it out, Mm -hmm. and now it's a pared-down version. Do you ever, like, (laughs) like, look to the side and be like, okay, like, (laughs) she's really going for it this time? Well, I feel, actually, that because of that introduction of the instrumentation, that extra layer of instrumentation naturally tones us down because we have, our brain is now split between singing a harmony and playing an instrument at the same time, which gives less time for me to be theatrical with mm-hmm. my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because so I'm busy here. Yeah, I, I can't do the, <laughs> the accompanying yeah. hand gestures yeah, while I'm yeah. hitting the ba- the, uh, the drum. Yeah, yeah um, and I think that's also where um, we're trying to maybe go from less of a choir and more to a band mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the instruments and becoming a cohesive sound and... Um, less of like a um you know over like a dramatic spectacle with costumes and makeup and just more of a we're a band and we're playing songs and we love them mm-hmm. um mm. and it's less about any one individual standing out we try as much as possible to blend if we hear a part that's bad we want we don't want to hear a certain part more than any other part you know we want that chorus to be strong and the, the supporting lines to support but not to overpower mm-hmm. so it's a delicate balance and i think there's not really any room anymore for melodrama at this point mm, yeah <laughs> you're getting serious it's getting yeah. serious yeah. Yeah. yeah well sort of like coming with an album now it's not it's yeah. no longer just a performance right it's like you will not people won't see you when they're listening to that music mm-hmm. so how did recording an album change how the choir or if it did change how the choir band (laughs) band right your band um sees music or sees your music or your performance 
Oh, that's a good question. I, I kind of just saw it as an extension of what we were already doing. And it was, I mean, one facet of it was we we're trying to uh, show the world that we're, that we are serious about this, that we're not a novelty act anymore, that we're dedicated and we've dedicated time and energy and stuff. And um, another thing was that it allowed us to apply for festivals because mm-hmm. they basically need you to have some yeah, it's form a, of album. It's a required tool mm-hmm. at this juncture. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a tool we can use to, to get ourselves out there and, and spread what we're doing. And it was also, to every show that we would do, we were asked, where yeah. is the album? I want to buy the <laughs> album. And yeah. we're like, sorry. You don't have So it was like, I, that performance was there, it was listened to, but then it's lost in the ether. Whereas now, mm-hmm. no, we've got something tangible that you can listen to it anytime and mm-hmm. it's very satisfying yeah. <laughs> it is like having the album is a big milestone for us I would say I think that mm-hmm. was it, it's shown the focus that we've put forward instead of just being oh we'll rehearse whenever it's like no 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 we have these gigs we need to figure out when we're going to do this mm-hmm. we're, we're serious we're, we mean it we put all this effort in for a reason kind of thing right. yeah mm-hmm. which is interesting and I'm kind of kicking myself for having these thoughts but it's just like like just a bunch of women in costumes singing like joke songs it seems like a a novelty thing but hmm. when actually at harvest moon like particularly there was a song about which has been stuck in my head ever since <laughs> about like smoking a joint on 59 or something and maybe hmm. i wasn't driving or like i don't know actually the words so i'll have to get it that was close that was yeah. just maybe it wasn't 59 maybe i wasn't driving is that mm-hmm. how it goes? That's it. yeah but like the harmonies in that and then i was like whoa like Whoa, mm-hmm. that's like some serious like uh, feeling. Like that's good music, you know. Yeah. And the kind of like, and now hearing you say like, no, we're a band. We're making an album. This isn't a joke. It's just like, shame on me, you know. <laughs> like, well, it, but like, it's still meant to be. Inter- it's still it's it, yeah, we, fun. It, it is humorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, the distinction would be like we're not the joke the song is yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah and that song was based I believe on Sarah's dad's actual trip experience yeah the purple chicken that was real purple well, chicken stand a real figment of someone's imagination <laughs> yeah as as performing artists you get to see your work you get to see the audience look at you as a band having an album out you don't get to see people's reactions how does that feel like it's a feeling of accomplishment, but how does that match up against a performing art performance? Oh, well, we're only in it for the performance. I mean, we're all, <laughs> we're all performance addicts. That's why we're doing this because we, yeah, we, we are performers. We all come from that background in one way or another. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't say that it's, you know, it takes away from it or anything. The, the idea of someone sitting and listening to the album and not and seeing just laugh, us. laughing to themselves. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another way to, but it just seems, maybe then they'll go, oh, I really like this. I would like to see yeah, them I would perform. Hope that that and, would be an enticement mm-hmm. to actually see the live version yeah. of what that song could be. Mm-hmm. A lot more people singing along, probably. Yeah. Ooh, like, that would be neat. Yeah. Just don't screw you up can, our you harmonies. Because the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have the director going, excuse me. Um, yeah. I think you're a little flat on that F. <laughs> don't F the F. Yeah, don't, don't F, F the F. F. Yeah. So, only taking F the D. <laughs> ten, 10 people on the road, uh, a lot of moving parts, do you guys travel together? Or is everyone separate? We'll meet all there. How does that, how do you organize that? 
Well, on our limited trips that we've done, we've usually t- taken about three vehicles. Um, yeah, with all the gear. With all the gear and the people and the, people and, and the, the clothes and the boots. We also have boots and frocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, have, we have our wardrobe to bring. Uh, um, but yeah, usually it's about a caravan of three mm-hmm. vans. Mm-hmm. And also being performers, I'm sure it's not as... No pack up. Do you have like someone that has like a list of all the things that you need to bring? Like kind of have all the organizers. And- We're kind of in charge of ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'm sure Sarah and Michelle said make a list of what they need and make sure that people have that. But yeah, you're in charge of your own you're instrument your own and any of the equipment you need for that. Yeah, and your dress. And your dress. So just you know, don't fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't think we've ever spoken to a band this big before. Yeah. So we're asking a lot of questions about mm. the logistics, but yeah. it's also like quite interesting because um, there's probably some people that like dig what you're doing, but they're like, "How would we possibly accomplish this?" And mm. like, it's interesting to hear how it is accomplished. It's mm-hmm. really great. So another question about your name has choir in it. But you're a band. So, like, how often do you have to, like, explain or, like, say, like, no, this is not what we are. This is what we are. Does it happen often? Oh, sometimes, I guess. I think uh, we often say stuff like, it's like uh, the electric light orchestra, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not an orchestra, but you can call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just, it's it's our name, but maybe Mm -hmm. not what people are, when they hear that think that we are so yeah i mean and it's it's another thing of just how we've evolved because we did start as a pure choir it was just voices and then they added the instrumentation later so it became a band so both are correct but yeah yeah. I mean, I think ideally it'd be like, this next band coming up is called the Fufushishi choir so it's it's both yeah. it's, right right it's right. just we'd like the acknowledgement that but it's it's not like a slur or anything. I don't think anyone takes it that personally. <laughs> right. You have a bit of history in your name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It adds to the story, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you get to explain where your origin was yeah. as a group and now where you're, you are now. Mm. And as a base, we do have, we are a choir. We have that choral element which sets us apart from most bands. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's an important singing, element. Right? Like mm-hmm. the music of it is, is paramount. The mm. harmonies and the musicality of, of the songs that... Boulay and Constable Wright are just world class in my opinion. They're mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, speaking of, you know, the number of us, we find that it's challenging. We even had challenges at Harvest Moon setting up because they didn't account for all of us <laughs> being on there. And it's like, no, we actually all need a microphone. We need input jacks. We need this. We need that. And we lost about 15 minutes off that set. We had to cut four songs oh, off. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Just yeah. trying to figure out. Just because we, the, that. We weren't forthcoming in the, oh, don't forget, there's 10 of us and we need this. Even though we provided what we needed, I don't think it was really, you know, understood what the mm-hmm. Fufu Shishi Choir's um, sound check would be. Right. <laughs> yeah. And requirements would right. be. Yeah, so. and, and festival is just how they tend to function. It, it is usually a three-piece band or just a solo performer who can yeah. just come on plug in and go yeah Mm -hmm. and they just weren't used to that and it was a learning curve for us too because we have since learned that as a a large group we can make those requests we can we Mm -hmm. started out just you know hovering three or four people around a a single (laughs) microphone 
and you know that the, the balance just never was there of course right because mm. it would just it would be impossible to tweak that kind of thing and yeah it's so much know. distance from your yeah. voice to the mic now yeah. right? it's so, like and it, so for our, our learning curve too is we needed to say actually no we all need a vocal microphone it all needs to be mixed properly um, so that we get that quality of of harmony that what we're looking for yeah hmm. which yeah. i guess that's interesting that i said harvest moon was when i really like heard those and how great that was but like having 10 mics is huge and i guess maybe yeah. other like if they consider choir listen to the word choir it's just like a group of people standing in the middle with like four mics mm. pointing at them too right so mm-hmm. it's just that's so interesting mm-hmm. and so, being strong enough and like solid enough to be like no this is what we need we're not bending we we yeah. have to. Yeah. We have to do it. Well, mm-hmm. now they know. You know, moving forward, if, mm-hmm. if next year, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's what they said. You, hey guys, now we know. This yeah. Is yeah. Really awesome. And when when it finally did happen, I thought it. They they did a really good job. Oh, they yeah for going basically on the fly. Oh yeah, they, they nailed it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Their sound, the sound at all. Mm-hmm. Harvest Moon. Thanks, sound people. Thanks, I don't know your names. People, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so, so what's next now that the album is out? Are you guys not yet? November sixth. November sixth. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, my apologies. Uh, so, is there going to be any kind of mini tour? I know that's hard to coordinate with so many people, but is after your show at the Goodwill, is there going to be any any big kind of show that you're going to take on the road? Um, not not anything that's booked or planned. Uh, like I was talking about earlier with um, submitting to festivals, that's what's in progress right now. Mm-hmm. So we're sending our package we out. We want Folk Fest. Yes. Ooh, nice. I want folk you to have fest. Folk Fest. We want yeah. Folk Fest. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's where, I mean, it just makes so much sense that we would yeah. play at Folk it Fest. It does make sense. <laughs> yeah. You should want us. No, I'm just kidding. Well, now um, if they listen, they'll know 10 mics. Yeah. <laughs> and I know they have fair. 10 mics. <laughs> Pretty Come sure. 10 mics kicking around Pretty somewhere. sure I've seen 10. <laughs> yeah, so it's a matter of, yeah, Getting those festivals, and, and now that we have experience and... And some, our tools. And our tools. We're getting our... We've got an album. We've got an APK together. Mm-hmm. We've got a little music video that was shot for the first track on the Oh, my God. It's so album. cute. It's you guys, you need to watch this music video. It's so cute. <laughs> it's... Uh, so it's called Chekhov's Dog, and it stars Niles the dog oh. and his journeys and his travels on the Manitoba prairie scape he's a delightful uh, wiener mix dog <laughs> he's really cute that's gonna be amazing when is that out it's out now isn't yeah it? we didn't oh, really have an official launch for it no it's but just... where can they click on it is that instagram mm, i'd say well youtube oh it's on it's on yeah, youtube it's on it's youtube, YouTube. Chekhov's dog like cute. the playwright okay mm-hmm. that's awesome and also like another argument for like folk fest is like f- people that are uh, singing sort of in the realm of like folk music but mm. 10 women on stage at the same time is huge like if you're talking about inspiring for young artists mm-hmm. 10 local women all on stage at the same time mm-hmm. that's huge it's that's amazing massive. Yeah, it's, i've it's never a... seen anything like that otherwise mm-hmm. and all playing instruments you have to you have to, you have to. <laughs> you're like why would you not well and, and also, also like Fulfilling the local, yeah, yeah, the local requirements. Even not mm-hmm. saying that you would need requirements mm-hmm. to be able to play, because I think you're excellent. But I mean, yeah, also fulfilling that. And I think the the majority, or at least half of our group, is over forty, which wow. is a thing you don't you don't see a lot of in the music biz as well, because they like the young Ariana Grandes and such. But uh, yeah, so these gorgeous mature 
cool ladies just kicking butt. It's also something you don't get to see a lot. So I think yeah, that appeals to people. Yeah, the orange range does span from what thirty yeah, ish, yeah, to. I don't want to. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people should be ashamed of their age, but some people are, and I don't want to step on that. Thirty and up. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the foo-foos are going to be taking the Manitoba festivals by storm next year. Is is the plan? I think so. There's yeah. no choice but to. If you no. get that album, yeah. you have to. Mm-hmm. Shame on you if you don't. <laughs> Shame on you if you don't. <laughs> we do awesome. love love playing festivals. It's mm-hmm. so fun for us. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Then you meet other bands and you yeah. get to play with them and just be outside and it's a real mm-hmm. trip. We we tent. All ten of us will tent and make the most of it on the weekends. It's hilarious. Like a little camp. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> it's hard to keep the dress pressed in a tent, I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that would be something I wouldn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to, yeah, yeah. That's your privilege. Yes, that is. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, Jane and Liz, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And thank you you for for cutting deep with us on Paper Cut Podcast. Podcast. Thanks.